All right, everyone, welcome. You are here with Patrick and Jamie, and we are doing another Devo during Holy Week. Patrick, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. You know, I it just was a, a busy day. For those of you who are wondering, we're recording this at 9.30 at night, um, which is great. Yes. I love it. You know, um, not doing much to burn energy during the day. So I have a lot more energy at night. <laughs> yeah, my day started pretty early. Uh, this morning and um, I sat for most of the morning doing Skype. Oh my gosh. Uh, meetings um, starting with a small group at seven wow. and then ending at noon Dang. with a staff meeting and then did some work on someone's house to try cool. to get their house ready. Uh, their dad's house ready, which is kind of fun to help people out. And uh, back here, ready, ate a good dinner. So, uh, man, you're right. It's a good time to do some podcasting, even though it's kind of late. So, yeah. Um, so, what yeah. What are we going to talk about? What are we talking about? You know, today, I think what we want to talk about is rest. And maybe that's because we're both tired. But um, I think really, you know, what happened for me was we were looking at Holy Week. And people for a long time have tried to decipher exactly all the events of Holy Week, when they happened, where they happened, who was there, who was not there, mm. and get a good picture of it. And so what's really interesting is that Wednesday, there's no major events that yeah. seem to have occurred on Wednesday yeah. of Holy Week. And so since this Devo is for Wednesday, it's a real it's real interesting for us to look uh, at that and to kind of look at the absence of it. So, um, we're going to talk a little bit about rest, what the Bible has to say, uh, a couple verses maybe on it. Cool. And with that, Patrick, I want to ask you a question. What is the most tired you've ever been? Oh my gosh. Tired. Most tired. A situation comes to mind instantly for me. I was in, I think in high school, and I was helping out with the high school youth group at my church. And it was one of the winters that the um, Big Bear winter camp experience was happening. And you remember this. It was with Slime Press. I do remember it. And that weekend, I was in charge of bringing all of the sound equipment up to Big Bear. So I got up very early on Friday, loaded up all the sound equipment, drove to Big Bear got there, set everything up, had fun the whole first night of camp because that's what you do. Barely slept. Saturday mm. came around. Saturday, you know, middle of the day, I left, drove back to San Diego, went to prom or not, not prom, <laughs> went to uh, winter formal. Okay. <laughs> and then after winter formal was done, drove back to Big Bear, literally in the middle of the night. And then... Uh, you know, stayed awake because I had adrenaline and I got there about five and people were trying to get up anyway and did the sound stuff, packed everything up and then drove, left Big Bear, drove one of the counselors that was with me back to college in Orange County and then drove back to church, unloaded everything, then drove home. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So that, that was that was one <laughs> of the most tired 
situations I've ever been in. Patrick, that that sounds like crazy tired. Like like you're probably like losing your mind tired. Yeah, and it was losing my mind tired while on the road out driving, which um, after the fact, looking at it now, was not a, a good idea. Camp is a great place to be tired because you just... That's just kind of what you're feeling, how you're vibing, you know? It's like you stay yeah. up all night because you're excited, you're around people, everything seems to be real uh, real fun, and yeah. sleep is just sort of like a, a side <laughs> effect. It's like if you have a little bit of time, maybe you'll sleep. It's not the major thing you do. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting. There's a popular Christian song out right now, and um, I like the song. I like the way it sounds. And there's a line in it that says, um, you never stop working. Well, And every time I hear that line, you know what I think in my head? What? I think, what about the Sabbath? Didn't God stop working on the Sabbath? Um, and, <laughs> and I get the idea of the line. The idea is like, God doesn't like take a break. God is always uh, available to people, always available to us. Right. And so like, I appreciate that sentiment, but it kind of isn't, it isn't really true of Jesus. Uh, Jesus took breaks. Yeah. And, you know, if you think about like the most important thing, the most important week of Jesus life, I think everyone would say it would be Holy week. It would be the last week that he was alive Yeah, was the most important week. And, and in the midst of that, there is this, empty area, this empty Wednesday where we don't know what happens. Um, I think Patrick, you were telling us uh, or telling me earlier that um, some people have speculated that that's when Judas betrayed Jesus or at least made his plans to betray Jesus was on that Wednesday. Uh, There's some other thoughts about it being a travel day or uh, whatever, um, you know, a lot of speculation for, but we just don't know. I like the idea and I think it could be true that maybe that was the day that Jesus just kind of like took a little bit of a a breather. Right. And even if, even if Judas did um, speculate to betray Jesus that day, and even if Jesus was traveling that day, both those ideas still support Jesus resting on Wednesday, right? Resting on the road or he was resting while someone else was doing some dirty work. Yes. And, and I think, you know, we look at Jesus, we looked at all these big high points of his life and this last really big high point, you'd think, Jesus, what are you doing? Like resting? What are you doing? Relaxing? What are you doing? Like, this is like, this is your time, man. You know, one of the verses that we had looked at talks about Jesus will be glorified and, in John, it, it talks about that, um, about Jesus being glorified. It's like, this is the week of his glorification. This is not the week <laughs> to like, take a break. What's going on? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm happy that we get to look at some verses about rest. Um, and, uh, one that's just kind of a classic verse is Matthew eleven twenty eight. Um, Patrick, you want to read that for us? Yeah, here we go. Uh, Matthew 11, Verse 28, it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. 
Amen, man. Amen. Yeah. That's like, that just makes me want to like curl up with like a blanket and a comforter and just fall asleep whenever I read that. <laughs> Come to me, all you are weary yeah. and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, obviously, there's some metaphorical rest that's happening happening in this verse, right? Because being weary is tired. Being burdened means you, you're you carrying like a heavy load. Yep. Uh, and God is going to give us rest. Um, God is kind of our ultimate uh, comforter. He's our ultimate rest giver. He's our ultimate supplier of, of needs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is, this is a great, a great verse to remember. It's like, this is one of those verses that you can kind of just, you know, hang your hat on. Um, because we know that when we're weary and we're burdened, we know that what the right answer is and yeah. it's to come to Jesus, to go to Jesus yeah. uh, who will give us rest. So um, when you were that crazy, crazy tired, you're driving back. You finally made it home. What was the first thing you did? <laughs> I uh, quickly took a shower because I was gross from yep. my whole weekend <laughs> of everything that happened. Yeah, and and then my head hit the pillow, man, and I I fell asleep. It was like late afternoon, and I slept until uh, mid afternoon the next day. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. You know, every year we do uh, that Come Build Hope trip. Oh, yeah. And we go down to Mexico and build these little uh, tiny houses. And it's fun. And we have a good time. And and Patrick and I um, help lead uh, a bonfire on Wednesday night, which means after we build a house all day, we usually have to, like, set up some gear and, like, run a program and then tear the gear all down. Uh, and then try to sleep in a little tent. Um, you're probably better at that than I am. You know, make sure all the kids go to bed, uh, sort of, and then fall asleep and then get up early, you know, in the morning, pack everything up and then work a whole full other day building. And by the end of that trip, when I get home, usually I I try to stay awake, but (laughs) that's one of those trips that you're, you're not just like tired because you didn't sleep much. You're also physically tired because you're working yeah. and out in the sun for like two days. Yeah. Uh, and and not sleeping in like kind of a normal bed, which usually that'll <laughs> that'll help you not sleep so well. So yeah. for me, that's one of those moments where I just, I love to, you know, I, I love coming in the door of my house, dropping my heavy bags and tools, uh, you know, getting all the dusty, dirty gear, uh, putting that all aside and just crashing out and sleeping. That's like one of the best things. It just feels great. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I think, you know, that feeling that we have of rest is, is great. Cause it gets us all geared, geared up and rejuvenated for the next day. Yeah. So on this Wednesday, this Holy Wednesday, Jesus is getting geared up and, and, you know, he really is going into a really, really brutal time. And the time he's going into is brutal physically and emotionally. Um, It's Thursday, late, late Thursday night or early Friday morning where Jesus is, uh, is betrayed. He doesn't sleep that night. Um, It's like, it's a pretty rough, rough kind of 24 um, hours for Jesus. And yeah, Physically, obviously, like this is the end of his his life, uh, but his friends also abandoned him. I mean, it, like everything bad that could happen to someone happens to him. Right. 
in this in this last time. So what does he do? Well, it seems like he rests up, you know. He eats a meal. He has the last supper on that Thursday. Um and then and then says that's it. I'm not going to drink the fruit of the vine until I drink it anew in my father's house. Um and you know, maybe his last sleep, his last rest that he actually got was Wednesday. Wednesday night. Yeah. Um yeah, and I don't know that for sure. But um, it would kind of appear that way based on uh, the scriptures and what they present. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, Jesus gets mad at the other disciples because um, they keep crashing out and falling asleep. And he's like, can you just like stay up a little bit and pray with me? Like, come on, <laughs> you guys are weak. <laughs> and and before he even finishes his sentence, Judas comes to betray him. So, you know, Jesus ends up being tired, but he takes this time for rest. Yeah. Um, I think we have another verse too, Pat, don't we? I actually had a, a question for you. Uh, oh, before yeah. Before we go move ahead. on. Go ahead. You know, sure. we're in a, like a, a time of our lives where everything is closed and canceled and we're not allowed to leave our houses. And I know for me, I, um, I've been having a tough time sleeping at night. Like it's no big deal for me to stay up until one, two in the morning and then get up at six or seven and function all day and not be tired. And so, yeah, like rest for me right now is not needed. It's not a priority that I'm making. You know, I'll stay up and watch TV really late, but I've been thinking, you know, what does it look like to rest emotionally? We've talked about physical rest so much. So Jamie, my question for you is when have you been emotionally tired and emotionally needing rest and what have you done to get that? Yeah. You know, what comes to mind right away, it's the same thing. It's camp, you know, like we'll go up to camp. Kids will, will, um, you know, depending on, on the year, what happens at camp, Kids may make some decisions to follow the Lord. It's a very spiritual time. It's a very emotional time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by the end of camp, when you're coming back down, you're not just physically tired uh, from not sleeping enough or um, from running around. You, there's sort of an emotional tiredness or, or spiritual just excitement, but also exhaustion that happens. So, um, you know, what I do that helps me uh, in, in kind of the, that emotional, um, rest is I get around the people I care about most, which are my family, um, my wife, Sarah and my boys. And we just spend time in familiar places, which, which means, you know, we don't get home and then all go out and do a bunch of stuff. It's like, we just stay in our house and spend time with each other, eat simple meals, um, talk about life, uh, and just Mm. keep it basic. And not getting all that extra kind of emotional uh, and spiritual input that can sometimes just can be exhausting. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing that's really, really helpful is I try uh, not to neglect some of the scripture reading and prayer and stuff that I do. Because, you know, ultimately the spiritual and emotional rest that I need is going to be found in the Lord. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, when like Patrick, you and I, we both work at churches. And so sometimes, you know, when, when you're tired from work, cause work can be tiring, even if it's not physically tiring, it could just be tiring being there uh, at work. 
So I might go, like I had a big problem with this where I'd go on vacation and when I would go on vacation, I'd stop doing my regular spiritual practices and exercises Hmm. because I felt like I was taking a break from work because my work was church stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and so, and then I realized like, I'm not actually really resting on these vacations. I don't feel rested. I actually feel like a little down Why? what's going on. Mm. And a lot of it had to do with the fact, well, I've given up on things that I really like to do, uh, spiritually because I was trying to take a break from them, uh, which isn't actually what is going to give me rest. So, you know, it's really funny. There's been times in my life where physically I've had these long, long days, especially, uh, Sundays where I'll wake up early for church stuff. And, and years ago at some other churches that I worked at, I'd get up early on a Sunday. We might do two services. Um, and then after that we would take kids to a soup kitchen. And then after that, we'd, I usually take some other kids and go to another church at night. Wow. Uh, and then after that, sometimes they'd want to go out to dinner. And so like, before you know it, it became a 14, 15 hour day, sometimes longer. And, and the day would go by and I would be so excited at the end of the day. It was like my soul had rest <laughs> because I was doing these things I love to do. Yeah. And when you're doing things that you absolutely love to do, you got to be careful because you might get that physical exhaustion. Yeah. Um, can creep in. But from a spiritual standpoint, I was usually at like the top of, you know, like my, my spiritual, uh, exhaustion meter, uh, was reading, you know, super, super high. I was like super off the charts is, is in terms of energy, which was a great way to start the week. Yeah. Um, the second verse, Psalm 62, one says, truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. And I think for us to recognize that there is, like you said, Patrick, a couple different ways that we can be tired and need rest. And one of them can be physical. Uh, another can be spiritual or emotional too. Yeah. Finding rest in God is a great way to um, rest your mind and your soul, even if you're wide awake. You know, uh, yeah. a lot of people will start their days with um, diving right into scripture and right into prayer. They wake up and that's the first thing that they do. Um, I'm not that kind of person. Um, normally I try to dive into scripture at some point in my morning, but it's not like a wake up and boom, I'm in it. Um, but that's just like this passage kind of goes to those people of, you don't, you know, this is filling you up and giving you the rest that you need when you, um, spiritually need it. You know, everyone I think will has experienced, everyone has experienced a time in their life where they need spiritual, spiritual rest. And I can really agree with you on times when I'll go on vacation and, uh, walk away from, from work and from ministry, um, to take a break and I'll take a break on, on scripture too. And it's, it's always, um, difficult because I realize something's missing almost when it's like too late when I, and then I really yeah. re- need the rest. You know what I mean? That's, that's exactly when I feel too. Usually it's like right at the end of the vacation, I'm like, Oh shoot. I didn't read my Bible these last eight days. Like, right. how did that happen? You know, yeah. like what? Yeah. So, um, the true, the only way that your soul, 
uh, can find rest is in God. It is in Christ is in scripture is in prayer is in worship. Um, and you know, you can't, you can't give your soul rest by sleeping. You can't give your soul rest by time off. Um, I believe that you can only give your soul true rest by spending time, you know, bowing down in front of Christ at Christ's feet, you know, and in prayer and conversation and communion with him. Patrick, um, I think I know the last verse you wanted to talk about, and it's the ultimate example of rest. And what is that? Uh, It's Genesis chapter two, verse two. Um, And it says this, it says, by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Now, I love this verse and um, middle schoolers and high schoolers that know me have heard me say this before because I say it uh, pretty frequently as I say, Everyone, at least one day of every week, needs to pick a Sabbath day. And that doesn't mean yeah. it's Sunday. Because for me, my Sabbath day is not Sunday. My Sabbath right. day is Friday. And that's the day that I choose uh, more often than not to have a full day where I rest spiritually, where I rest physically and emotionally. Um, normally on my Sabbath day, I check my phone three times in the morning and the afternoon and the evening. And that's it. Um, Mm. I try to disconnect, spend some quality time, uh, with my wife, Megan. Um, but also just spend some quality time on my own and with Christ and with my dog and, um, actually rest and rest. Um, I always like to say this rest doesn't necessarily mean, that you are just like laying down or laying on the couch. Rest can mean surfing. For me, rest is surfing mm. from, or like going for a run or exercising or something different. You know, sometimes playing video games can be a rest and, you know, you have to really, um, if there's like online and social interaction online, you have to really make it restful, but you know, rest doesn't mean sleeping. And I think we yeah. kind of t- hit that in, a, in the Psalm 62 passage is rest um, is so much beyond just, uh, you know, getting a few minutes or hours of sleep. Rest yeah. is like, can be, can look like anything. It just is how you approach it. You can approach right. driving as rest or you can approach <laughs> driving as a commute to work. You know, it doesn't, it, it, you just have to figure that out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. And I love the fact that God gave us this example right from the beginning of creation that we needed to have a day of rest. Yeah. And, you know, one out, one out of seven uh, is a day of rest. And I think, you know, we've we've at one point said in our in our culture and society that let's take a weekend, you know, let's do Saturday and Sunday, let's not work. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what happens now is we have people who are very, very um, productive uh, either by by choice or by necessity and they won't take days off. You know, I, I've known people who brag about how many days they've worked in a row without taking any time off. 
Yeah. Um, and, and I hear that and, you know, at some point I'm like impressed, you know, one part of me thinks that's impressive. The other part thinks that's insane. Like you're going <laughs> to like, you know, you're going to like fizz out. You're going to like drop over dead on the side of the road one day. Cause you <laughs> like have worked for 65 days without stopping. It's like, geez guys, uh, back off a little bit, uh, take a break. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, if, if some people that's just, they have to do that. Um, some people don't know how to rest. Yeah. If that's like terrifying for them to even think about what if I stop being productive? Yeah. If I stop being productive, then I lose all sense of identity and who I am. And that's what's beautiful about being a Christian is when we know who we are, when we know whose we are, that we belong to Christ, that we belong to God, we know that resting is something that not only we can do, but it's something that we should do that is a command for us to do, to obey the Sabbath and to keep it holy. So, um, uh, you know, I am so uh, glad that we have... um, this example in Jesus and this example in, in the Lord who, uh, who showed us that we can rest and showed us how we can rest and showed us that we can rest in him. All right. Well, everyone out there, if you um, need to take a rest, feel free. Uh, Patrick will add an extra 25 minutes of, of uh, just some subtle sounds like this. <laughs> just him reading. <laughs> Just, you know, nice, peaceful, and you can just fall asleep to that. Just let it go, you know? We don't care. We don't care about the bandwidth. As long as it gets you to sleep, that's what that's what matters. Uh, but seriously, if you uh, have any questions for us or, or need help with anything, uh, would like to uh, reach Patrick or I, you can um, email jamie at salonapress.org. That's J-A-M-I-E at salonapress.org or patrick at salonapress.org. And we will gladly respond to those emails. I'm glad you guys are having a holy week that has brought you to listening to this Devo. Um, Open up your Bibles. Take a look. See what Holy Week is about. Uh, There's a lot of scripture in there uh, from Holy Week. Um, And I would encourage everyone, especially on Friday, to read the crucifixion story. uh, To read the account of Christ um, uh, in, in that whole crucifixion. Powerful thing. Anyway, uh, stay safe out there. Enjoy your social isolation and try to get some real rest in it. 